Hey, Breakthrough family, good to be with you. Enjoying a wonderful Worker's Day. Not sure how much work is happening on Worker's Day, but uh, it's a great day here in Joyburg. Wonderful sunshine, warmth, just enjoying this, uh, uh, yeah, sense of a new month, new beginnings, new things that the Lord is doing among us. And uh, as we step into level four of the lockdown and uh, the, just the, the sense of possibility of things being a little bit different from what they've been over the last five weeks, even though there's not a lot of change, but there's a sense of newness that's already being released. So, yeah, good. Thanks, uh, guys, for jumping on on uh, this, your public holiday. Trust that you guys are doing well. As a family, that you you're strong and you're health healthy, and uh, yeah, that, that things are going well with you guys. So, on um, on <clears throat> this first of May, I just want to speak to you about the possibilities that the Lord has for us, and that He's doing good things, and that He's wanting us to be encouraged and to be strengthened, that we're actually going to see the Lord come through for us very very powerfully. Um, and in ways that are beyond our understanding. So we, we, we're setting ourselves up for a supernatural intervention. And this is one of the, the things that um, the Lord does in a time of difficulty, a time of hardship, a time of crisis, is that He shakes us loose from our preoccupation with other things and causes us to get our eyes fixed on the Lord. You know, when we can solve our problems on our own, um, then we just step into what man can do. But when we encounter problems that are too big for us, we, we have to step into a whole other realm of faith and of trusting the Lord. And so this is what, what is actually happening. Um, the Lord is using the situation. I'm not saying He brought it, but He's using the situation to get our eyes off of ourselves, off our own resource, what we can do, which we have seen is is not much right so we're in a place of vulnerability we're in a place of having to rely on the lord and that's exactly what faith is faith is leaning on the lord trusting in him and uh and, and keeping our eyes on him so i want to encourage you take your eyes off the situation off whatever it is that's been harassing you and causing you to to be um, downcast and downhearted and lift your eyes to the Lord I want us to go to Joel chapter 2 and we're going to see something quite phenomenal here in the middle of a chapter where the Lord is saying he's coming he's going to um, judge and the thing of understanding the way that the that the Lord judges he judges for his people right uh, so often people have misunderstood what it means when God is coming as the judge, that he's coming against us. No, he is with us, he is for us, and he's judging for us. And he brings judgments that bring us freedom and bring us liberty. Okay, And so in this day of the Lord coming and he's doing all these uh, things, he's sorting out his enemies, he also comes with a me message of hope and of courage for his own. So in Joel chapter 2 and, uh, and verse 21 onwards, it says, Do not be afraid, 
land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. So while God is coming and he's doing all these crazy things in the nations and in the natural, he says to his people, do not be afraid. Oh my goodness. This is the word of the Lord for us. Do not be afraid. Breakthrough family and friends. I see a number of people from other cities and, and uh, places joining in here. This is for each one of us. Do not be afraid. The enemy and uh, the things, the patterns of this world want us to have our eyes in the natural only and to be afraid, very afraid because of hopelessness and very dire projections of how badly things are going to go. I'm here to tell you that for God's people, things are about to turn around. He's using this as a step up into our inheritance and into our destiny in Him. This is not a time to be downcast. He says, do not be afraid. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Verse 22, do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. The Lord has got ways to bring increase, harvest and riches to us, his people. We're going to see this in the spiritual realm. And already many people are, are having encounters by the spirit. Things, the deep truths and riches of the word are being opened up. And, and so we're seeing that we are uh, already becoming increasingly wealthy in the things of the spirit. Verse 23, be glad, people of Zion. All right, And Zion is representative of Jerusalem, representative of the, the temple that was built there, which was all an indication of God's presence. Okay, so when we see this thing of Zion, just immediately step into the new covenant and we have access to the very throne room of God. We have access into his presence because of what Jesus has done for us, right? So we are people of his presence. He says, be glad, rejoice in the Lord for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. And so as we are in autumn right now, and the rains that have been falling over Joyburg, rejoice because he has sent the autumn rains. All right? Because he is faithful. Okay? So we can see nature is coming into alignment with God's word to us. We've had the rains falling. We've had the autumn rains. And it says rejoice because he's faithful. In other words, God is proving, he's declaring with signs and wonders in the skies and the heavens above that he is faithful. And so we can see that the word of the Lord is true, it's right, it's genuine, and it's accurate. And the Lord is confirming it even through what's happening in, in nature. So he sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains, as before, the threshing floors will be filled with grain and the vats will overflow with new wine and oil. Okay, again, wine and oil pictures, not just in the natural, in terms of the Lord's provision and his blessing and his favor on their crops, on their well-being, 
on their productivity, on their business uh, ventures, but also speaking in the things of the Spirit in terms of new wine and outpouring and oil, the anointing of the Spirit. And so we, we can see that God is working both in the natural and in the spiritual as He is pouring out everything that we need to not only survive in the season, but actually to get ahead and to thrive. Okay, So He goes on, verse 25, this is God speaking, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. Guys, it's not just weeks that uh, we've been experiencing some uh, measure of loss where we feel like things have been eaten away from us. And, and uh, you know, like, well, that's too big. What can God do? God is saying, listen, not just weeks, not just months, but years. He is well able to repay the full amount, whatever the locusts have eaten. So as I was looking out over the, um, the balcony uh, this morning, again, I've been seeing it for a few days now. There are some locusts that are, are flying and are just buzzing ac uh, across the front of our house. And, and each time I'm seeing this, I feel the Holy Spirit reminding me that the Lord is wanting to restore and to repay what the locusts have eaten. If you're feeling that you've suffered some loss, if you're feeling like things have been removed from you, I'm wanting to encourage you to say that the Lord is sending us signs, the rain and the, the locusts, signs to say that He is about to perform wondrous things in our day and in our time. So He says, I'm going to re repay you or restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the great locust. And the young locust, the other locusts, and the locusts that swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Hey, you've heard that before. Of course, this is what Peter, he spoke as he quoted from Joel on the day of Pentecost. All right, so we'll get into this as we head towards Pentecost. We'll get into this a bit more. But what preceded this was the Lord restoring whatever the locust had eaten. I want to encourage you that God is the God of restoration. He is the God who is well able to take care of His children. And His command to us is, do not be afraid, number one. Number two, be glad and rejoice. So as we take practical steps, we do what we can do, then God will do what only God can do. Only God can restore what the locusts have eaten. So you're looking at your bank balance. You're looking at, you know, your livelihood. Your, if you're in business, you're looking at your sales. You're looking at your clients. You're looking at your customers. 
you're looking at whatever opportunities and you're seeing things evaporate and you see seeing things just being been eaten away from you and it's so easy for you to get into a place of discouragement here's what I want to say to you draw your strength from what the Lord says about your situation even though you cannot yet see it with the natural eye you need to be looking at your situation with the eye of faith you need to take this passage from Joel chapter 2 and especially this thing about restoration which comes just before the promise about the outpouring of the Spirit. Folks, we're going to be celebrating Pentecost at the end of this month. And just before Pentecost, just before the outpouring of the Spirit, and afterward, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. What was happening before the afterward? Before the afterward, there was the, I will restore, I will repay, never again. God is going to be doing things absolutely phenomenal in terms of taking care of you and restoring what has been eaten. So let's pray for our economy right now. Let's take the word of the Lord from Joel chapter 2 and let's pray over our finances, over our own households. Let's pray over our businesses and let's pray over the city. All right. So together we say, thank you, Lord. For the prophetic promise through your prophet Joel that he prophesied many, many, many years ago that even when the locust has come and the locust can come and there can be the crawling locust, there can be the swarming locust, there can be the great huge locust, there can be the small tiny young locust. It doesn't matter what kind of locust has come and has eaten away at our resource, at our means of production, uh, whatever it is that we have. It doesn't matter what has come. You are well able to restore. So we say thank you, Lord, for our finances personally as a family. Thank you, Lord, you're going to take care of, of us. Thank you that there is going to be more than enough. There is ample supply for our needs. Thank you, Lord, that there is... Um, our daily bread that you give to us, our portion, our daily bread. Thank you that you are a good father who takes care of your children. And so we, we choose to not partner with fear. You commanded in this passage, do not be afraid. So we choose to partner with you and not to partner with fear. And so we reject fear and panic and anxiety we do not embrace it, but we actually hold it off. And we embrace your peace. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Prince of Peace. And so we actively take thought, every thought that is in disagreement with your word. We take it captive and we bring it under subjection to your word. You said, do not be afraid. So we bring those thoughts of doubt and fear and we take them captive. And we say, you will not have sway in my thinking and you will not rule my emotions. I will not have heart palpitations and I will not be in a place of anxiety. But I choose to partner with what you're saying. And Lord, you say, 
rejoice, be glad. And so we thank you, Lord, in advance. We come with thanksgiving for your deliverance, for your answer, that you are the God of restoration. Thank you that your eye is upon your children. Thank you that I have been adopted into the family of God, that I am your beloved, I am your child, and that you take good care of your children. So I thank you that I can rejoice and I can be glad in advance because of what you are doing in my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the promise that you will restore, that there will be more than enough. And so we begin to declare by faith, even though we do not yet see it, but we know that help is on the way. We thank you that you are working behind the scenes in my life and in my circumstances. And you are busy orchestrating things. You hold the nations in the palm of your hand. In fact, the whole world is in your hands. You've got this. You've got us and you've got the situation. You are bigger than coronavirus. You are bigger than nations. You are bigger than the government. So you are able to take care of all of these things. So we affirm again our faith and our trust in you, the one who can restore. Thank you, Lord, that you send the rains in due time and in due season. Thank you that you've sent these autumn rains. Thank you for the promise that when spring comes, we will see the spring rains falling across the nation. We thank you, Lord, for the promise of abundant harvest. We thank you that you are able to protect and shield the seed that goes into the ground, that you are able to cause it to grow and to multiply. We thank you that you are the God of increase. And so we're asking, Lord, that all of the seed that we've put into the ground in terms of our generosity towards you, Lord, towards the kingdom, towards people around about us, that every act of kindness and love and generosity has been putting a seed in the ground and we will reap an abundant harvest. So we say thank you, Lord, that the harvest is on the way. Thank you that all of these promises preceded the outpouring of the Spirit. So we say thank you, Lord, that we can look forward to an abundant harvest in the natural and in the supernatural. Thank you, Lord, for our finances and for our food and whatever resource we have need of. And we say thank you, Lord, in advance for the outpouring of your Spirit across this nation. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are going to be affecting sons and daughters. Thank you that many people are being swept into the kingdom. Thank you that you are using this situation to cause the kingdom to advance. We say thank you, Lord, for many people who are going to be encountering the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in this time. Thank you, Lord, that as we step into a new month, we thank you for the month of May. And that you, May, you are going to do magnificent things in this month. Thank you that you are going to be touching lives, transforming lives rescuing people out of darkness and bringing them into light. Those people who are being caught up in religion are going to come into relationship. And those who have never encountered the outpouring of the Spirit before 
are going to be um, just experiencing the, the showers of the Spirit being poured out from above. Oh, thank you, Lord. Your kingdom advancing in this day and in this hour. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this great day. Thank you for all the good things that you're doing. Thank you for hope that is being restored, that you're kindling a fire of passion within us, uh, that we will be on fire for you and uh, that your, your spirit is doing good, deep, wholesome things in our lives. We bless you. Thank you, Lord, for restoration and thank you for an outpouring of your spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, so good. So I want to encourage you in this time of prayer and inspiration that you continue to pray for your finances over your business, finances over the company you may work for. Uh, pray for uh, the those in authority in terms of our local government as well as national government, that the Lord would release wisdom and insight and, and new strategies and how to take the resource that they have and cause a multiplication uh, to take place. You know, God is putting strategic people in strategic positions for such a time as this that the kingdom is going to advance. And there are many people of faith and righteousness and integrity that are rising in government and local government and are making an enormous difference in, in what's going on right now. And, uh, and also within your own sphere, you know, as we went out and we did some exercise this morning and we were greeting people all up and down the road. It's just like, wow, this big party that was happening everywhere. But we can shine light. And as we're doing so, as we walk, we also pray. And we're praying that those we come into contact with, that, uh, that they would see that there's something on us. We're filled with hope. We're filled with courage. We're filled with boldness. A sense of positive expectation that God is doing good. And as they see it on our face, that they would see in the realm of the Spirit... There's something different about us and they would reach out. They would yearn for that and, and God would meet their cry, their deepest need. So these are great days. Folks, uh, again, trust that you are deeply, deeply encouraged that God is working in this time and he's working in your life and he's working in your circumstances and he's going to be using you as a witness and a testimony to his goodness and his kindness. And uh, so... Just encourage you, go and take a deeper look in Joel chapter 2 and uh, so many deep things. And uh, bless you. Have a wonderful May Day and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Love you so much. Bless you guys.